Did you know that most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool? Ew, seriously. They squeeze the grease out of the wool and process it with chemicals, and then you eat it. I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual, the company making traceability the new standard in the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I got rid of products I didn't want anywhere near my body. I found that many multivitamins contain high amounts of heavy metals, synthetic colorants, and even lacked some of the nutrients we actually needed. So what did I do? At four months pregnant, I quit my job and started Ritual because all women deserve to know what they're putting in their bodies and why. Ritual's products are made traceable, meaning we share the science and sourcing for every single ingredient. For example, our vegan vitamin D3 comes from sustainably harvested lichen in Nottingham, England, not sheep. We trace like a mother because, let's be honest, no one cares quite like a mother. See for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast. And that's when we really got scared again, when we were about to go to bed. I just remember shivering with my back turned. out and we see this hulking figure just staring at us. Dog man or some kind of werewolf beast crossed in front of them. This is the Cryptic Creatures Podcast. I am Brian, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Todd. What's going on, buddy? Nothing, man. Just getting ready for this next episode. We got um, Connor coming on to talk about his encounters. So uh, Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like uh, sounds like this could be an interesting one. Yeah, for sure. Uh, got some different things going on and different philosophies, I believe, uh, to talk about. He's got a lot to yeah. cram in, so um, it'll be an interesting go. episode for sure. Should be. Should be fun. All right. Uh, while we're here, I want to give a shout out to our listeners as always, but I also want to give a shout out to our past guests. Uh, without you guys, we wouldn't be where we're at right now, and we appreciate yeah. you coming on and telling your stories. So just a shout out to you right. guys. Yep. I know a lot of you still listen to the show, and we appreciate that so much. And we just appreciate yep. your you coming on and telling your stories and making it what it was to, to this yes, point. Thank you. Thank you all. That's you're really uh helping us out so for sure we appreciate it sure we wouldn't be here without you absolutely so enough said uh let's bring connor on and see what he's got to say brian yeah, what do you say let's do it all right yep. here we go connor welcome to the show man thanks for coming on thanks for having me man the stars have aligned and we are here yeah we are absolutely finally yeah 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 glad to have you on excited man, to have sure. you sound like you've been doing some thanks, interesting guys. things yeah, for sure. Yeah, man, I stay pretty active in the field. I uh, do constant investigations, and then I interview people as well. I work at a comic book store, so a lot of strange people uh, find their way into my life pretty much every day. Oh, yeah. And I have wild, wacky, long hair, and I'm loud and exuberant, so people <laughs> gravitate towards me. And I try to make them feel comfortable uh, with their strange anomalies, just because this world tells people that all that paranormal and supernatural stuff doesn't exist. But guess what? If you look back at the Sumerian tablets or any of the ancient tribes, legends, it'll tell you otherwise. So we have to just start acting up, acting right and catching up to like what's actually been presented to us. Right on, man. Cool. Right on, man. So why don't you tell us about your background a little bit? You, you uh, run a thing called Bigfoot Anon. You can tell us about that a little bit and uh, then we can get into your encounter after that. 
Yeah, for sure. Uh, my name is Connor Flynn. I'm originally from Cleveland, Ohio, uh, right on Lake Erie, uh, which is really famous for the serpent that lurks under the water and then all the UFO sightings. A lot of people say there's probably mm-hmm. UFO bases under the lake. But then I moved to Florida uh, like when I was 23, 24, lived out of my car, joined a punk rock musical, and then we toured all around the state of Florida. And then to the summer, we drove to California and back and lived on the road and couch surfed. And it was truly amazing. And after living out of your car, you uh, you find what you really need in life and you learn how to adapt quick or else you'd be dust and ash. But yeah, it's just been a, a long journey. And I've always been interested in creatures and unknown mysteries, but then they found me. And that's what you know, a couple of my books are about is we don't have to watch scary movies and read graphic novels. These these encounters will find you. You don't have to go very far. Mm-hmm. And you've written three books as well. Is that right? Yeah, I've written three books that have been published. I have uh, two more completed, and the next one's coming out next month. Uh, Panhandle Pirates. My or not not next month. This month, August. This month. Yeah. Because uh, this Still month feels is my like birthday. July. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. I'm still in July. I'm uh I'm exhausted yeah. from a hike that I went with Donnie Miller a couple of days ago. The heat index was 119, but we were <laughs> over overdue on the hike, so we still went anyway and uh, had an ex- crazy time. Uh, something was trailing us from across the river, and Donnie himself has had more than 10 face-to-face encounters. So just being out there with him was wild and then him being out there with me was a crazy uh combination of frequencies so it was it was a great time and that's what i'm all about is just mixing it up and spreading knowledge and then di- digging deep into these deep conspiracies encrypted cover-ups for real oh yeah right on man so why don't you tell us about bigfoot and on then a little bit what, what what's what made you start that beside your encounter and and, and what's that all about yeah, Bigfoot and Non is uh, my brand, and uh, I don't want it to define me. It's not just me. It's my community. It's the knowledge. It's just the spider web that has us all entangled. But it started Bigfoot Anonymous on SoundCloud, and I started narrating uh, uh, anonymous encounters, I guess I could say, and then newspaper articles, and then different things I could find on the mound builders, all the excavations of giant skeletons that they had across America and overseas. Uh, My friend, uh, Giants of Ancient America, he has collected more than 900 newspaper articles. And I was so tired of people demanding bones and proof and the fact that they're saying it doesn't exist altogether. Come on, guys, it was on the news. And I know the news doesn't tell the truth. Uh, and the newspaper doesn't tell everything 100%, but there are facts in there that are so specific that you couldn't make them up. You know, they're, they're sun worshipers. They were covered in copper. They were right. sitting sitting uh, position. And these are all different newspapers that have the same alignments. So you have to d- dive into it or at least, you know, look at it. So I knew people can't even read and are too lazy to do that. So I had to narrate it. So when people say I have, I have, countless hours you know double digit hours of just bigfoot encounters and bigfoot newspaper articles so i just want everybody to step their hustle up too and and quit with the uh cop-outs like there is evidence there are sightings like if anybody wants to stand back there and say sasquatch isn't real uh at this point 2021 come down to florida uh we'll all tell you the skunk skunk ape exists like oh my gosh caught caught in the past a lot of these people yeah, because they're brainwashed and shaped to be who they are. Let's get into your uh, Florida area here in a little bit, but why don't you tell us about your main encounter 
uh, that you had or your first encounter? Uh, the one yeah, that, the one that I've really set it straight for you. I've had multiple uh, strange, strange encounters uh, over my life. Literally, just recently, a couple of days ago. But it, that's a class C, class D. I have had class A encounters. Uh, the most prominent one that really shaped my life was the dog man. But we named him the Wolf Man uh, when we were younger, and it was at my buddy Alex's house in Sleepy Hollow. And Jake and Alex were best friends, and I was, you know, the third member of the crew. They were neighbors, so they were always closer. But uh, they had an encounter like two months before that driving home. This fireman was driving them home from the rec center and uh, a dog man or some kind of werewolf beast crossed in front of them. And I actually had them write their experiences for my first book just to better create wow. uh, the spider web to have their testimony, their word. And then I heard a lot about this wolf man creature. But then uh, it was one Friday night before Saturday Night Golf League. And we were down in his basement shooting pool and there's this walkout glass door to the basement and you could just go to the backyard and then further down there's caves and a den and cliffs. And uh, we just felt something overcome us. Alex says he heard rustling, but it was more in our chest, like infrasound, you know, they can just take over the grid and silence everything. And I was, you know, 12 years old at this point. So I really had no clue what was going on. So we're just looking out the window and then we turn the lights off and are peeking through this little uh, you know, like a mail window, kind of. And uh, we're looking out and we see this hulking figure down in the den, just staring at us. And they saw the glowing eyes. I really just saw the, the being and I just couldn't believe it because I heard about it, you know, and I'm really into this stuff. And uh, I was on Vic Cundiff's show and he's like, do you think they could have uh, put that in your mind? And it's like, no, they were terrified as well. But we dove into the staircase and a couple minutes later, we're like looking around, didn't see anything. Uh, we start watching movies, and that's when we really got scared again, when we were about to go to bed. I just remember shivering with my back turned, and then I uh, – collectively, it's crazy, and we still talk about it today. We're like – you know, because it feels like it feels like a dream. But collectively, we all went upstairs to Alex's room and slept, and then we talked to his mom about it, and she's really by the book. She used to say she used to hear man-like owl calls pretty much every night out there. There was an abandoned drive-in theater – and uh, abandoned like spring with diving boards. So I've heard so many stories of them going to like warehouses and man-made tunnels. I think they just gravitate towards that. Maybe it's the man in them, or maybe it's just, I, I don't know, something like ley lines or just frequencies and vibrations. But that really just sent me down uh, a big spell of stuff. Uh, one time down at my grandparents' farm with Jake, uh, he's, he's became like my brother over the years. This thing that we described as the bear cat, uh, dropped out of the trees and pretty much like attacked the dogs. Not not violently, just you know, kind of like barking at them. But it it wasn't a cat. It wasn't a bear. Uh, it was big as a black lab because I had a black lab named Seiko, and he was just as big as that creature. But we ran up the hillside, and none of the animals were hurt. But we always just described it as the bear cat, and it was kind of kind of close to Cincinnati. And I know what a bear cat looks like, an actual bear cat animal. It was not that. It was you know like a a cryptid creature or some kind of mutated, you know, uh, with mange type did panther, you, big cat. Did you get a good look at this thing? Did you, I mean, what did you see? Yeah, it was black. Um, pretty much like mangy. It had parts that were not covered. It, it was worn. It's been in the forest, but we were, we were really just scared. And I hate even saying that now because now when something's near, we, we hold our feet. 
But just as kids, you know, we were spooked. And uh, the dog, I remember being so scared for the dogs, really, more than myself. I was worried about the dogs uh, just because I, I didn't feel really threatened. But the dogs were making really weird sounds. And it was just a strange feeling mm-hmm. altogether. Let's back up to the, uh, the first encounter you talked about. Did you happen uh, with this dog? What made you think it was a dog man? And did you get a good look at the face or, or the snout? or any, what, what did you see? Exactly. Yeah, I could really just see the silhouette of the creature and maybe some of its head. It was not like a man. It kind of had the canine feel. But that part was definitely in my head because Jake and Alex always described it as the wolf man because they saw it in bright, bright day, you know, right in the middle of the afternoon. So they got a good look at it. They thought it was a deer right away. Uh, But I just saw the silhouette and pretty much my imagination probably filled in the rest. And where did they see that at? Where, where was that at when they saw that? Oh, uh, it's in Brunswick, Ohio, uh, Sleepy Hollow. It's okay. a road that has dense woods, but gotcha. yeah, Northeast Ohio. And there's tons of other strange creatures there where the Brunswick Blue Devils. And a lot of people said that was like a chupacabra type creature. And, you know, a werewolf, a small werewolf could kind of look like a big chupacabra. So we just named it the Wolfman. This was all before the Dogman craze. We heard of werewolves and maybe lycanthropes, uh, but not Dogman. But now that everybody talks about Dogman, I think that might have had something to do with what we saw. Gotcha. The Bigfoot exposure, um, Connor, is is definitely growing. I can I can tell that for sure. Um, in 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 just you know advertising and whatnot. So, you know maybe someday. Um, like the aliens, supposedly the government will admit that that, that they exist. But uh, what's your thoughts on the on on Bigfoot, etc.? Do you think it's do you think it's paranormal? Do you think it's flesh and blood? What do you think? Uh, yeah, man, I definitely think it's supernatural because I think we are supernatural. You know, if we could just tap into even a extra percent of our brain, we'd be able to perform miracles. But just think them, they can tap into that other frequency and slow us down and really unite with nature and nature's full of miracles itself. So yeah, I don't really look at it like paranormal or the woo and when people take it way too far, man, like Jesus Christ was magical. This earth is magical. We create dreams when we fall asleep and then we forget it. Amnesia like that. Life doesn't line up linear. Like, and we have to stop acting like that. And the last two years, I hope can prove that to people that, wow, things can change. And we're not all in the nineties anymore. Things don't last forever. And other countries have learned that the hard way, but America's bubble we don't know, you know, and I watch a lot of movies that I know how it goes because the movies predict it all. Like right. if we could have, you know, tapped into the movies before we could have stopped a lot of this from happening. Right. So, I mean, sure. bottom line is, I mean, these things, people are seeing these things. Uh, they're not lying. You know, like I, like I always say, if one person's telling the truth, then these things exist. So something's going out there on out there we just don't know what it is so i've seen what the hair looks like under a microscope so i just don't have much patience you know i've read 200 newspaper articles so when people say yeah it doesn't exist there's no evidence i want to share everybody the ochizy pond wild man story it's in the 1800s in the panhandle of florida they captured one of these creatures and then they took it to the capital the governor said no way they sent to chattahoochee hospital which is famous for experimentation and just uh, like the prison like uh terms and there's a movie about it gary oldman plays a soldier that gets shipped to chattahoochee and really suffers so imagine what they did to this 
wild man that was nine feet tall and could only talk in mumbles after they do the electro shock therapy. But yeah, everybody, please check out the Ochizy Pond wild man story. And I've been to Ochizy Pond many times. And then Ochizy Landing is right near the pond. Across the river is Torreya State Park. And I've had a couple uh, encounters there, but everybody's probably seen the Stacy Brown footage. It's yep. thermal footage from his dad. It's a nine foot creature. Yep, and I right. think that creature is still lurking there and its descendants. It's probably oh, no. pain himself. But uh, yeah, I heard a big creature, which I got this all recorded on GoPro, um, and it's on my YouTube. I, walking and crouching, wading through a uh, a river or a creek because all we could hear is that water pushing through. And it's GoPro audio and it's raining, so it's it's pretty poor. But if if it's a true professional way to look at the audio, you can definitely put it into uh, programs and break it down. And I've recorded some hoots and howls. We actually had a boulder thrown uh, somewhere behind us on the trail, kind of telling us to keep going, you know, mm-hmm. pick up the pace. And it was at a location in Torreya State Park that i never been to uh, near the Torreya Challenge where Donnie Miller had a face-to-face encounter literally like three weeks ago. And that's on his wow. uh, his what? channel as well. You don't get to see the creature, but you can definitely hear it. And uh, What happened with that? Can you tell us a little bit about that encounter? Do you know a little bit what happened about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Donnie was uh, walking uh, down the Torreya Loop, but then he turned on to the Torreya Challenge, which is like a five-mile loop at the backside of the park. And there's tons of caves there. A lot of people don't know that Florida has caves and valleys. In my first book, it talks Garden of Eden, Road Trip to Eden. Right there, the Garden of Eden is connected to Torreya State Park. The Garden of Eden is about 15 square miles. That's what, you know, some experts have came to you know so it leaks into Torreya. 27 of the 28 trees in the bible are in that park gopher wood which noah used to build the ark the lightest and strongest wood in the world it's also known as longleaf Torreya. the only place it grows in the whole world is right there and then a delta that breaks into four rivers the good book says it's right there and i'm not big on like just straight religion. I'm, I like to pick truth from all of them. And I think there's many adaptations from Eden. I'm not saying this is the only one. I'm, I'm telling you there's Atlantis and then there's Mayan ruins in the Great Lakes. So clearly there's a lot going on in the United States. We had kings oh, and yeah. queens. I, I don't I don't celebrate presidents and governors. Mm-hmm. We had kings and queens, guys. We have people that were here before the Native Americans. Like the natives were not just testing different medicines and coming up with this stuff. They had this knowledge from the ancient ones, the ones in the forest. Everybody has to look up the Hoopa Project, written by David Pilatus. The Hoopa people used to live with the Sasquatch up until like the 1900s, like recent times. And there's tons of stories like people, people coincide with Sasquatch. You know, they have them on their property. They raise them since they're young. You know, 50 years with uh, Bigfoot in you know Tennessee, the one about the, the Carter farm, Janice Carter, about the fox. And then Fox ended up raising a whole family. So you actually got to see a little bit how the Bigfoot dynamic you know lines up like the fact that people want to say it doesn't exist like they have the language recorded they have literally words that are translated everybody needs to listen uh to the sierra sounds the the voice professionals have already said human human capacities cannot go there it it is something natural that is out there that is not human it's human hybrid every time they find the dna it always comes back contaminated because that's human hybrid they can't accept that they can never say that because then all the schools are wrong then all the churches are wrong religions wrong wrong. history's wrong yeah 
Now you're hitting it on the head. Yep, for sure. Well, I've got a couple more questions before we wrap this up, Connor. Um, What do you think about Nephilim? And you you, you made some uh, Bible references. So what's your thoughts on the Nephilim real quick? Yes, uh, I definitely think there's a link between the Nephilim and these other creatures just because uh, a lot of links have came from it like they're the watchers they were casted down uh from the fallen angels the fallen angels came down and you know traded something with the women and the men of this and you've heard so many stories of them abducting uh human beings and then to create a bigger family tree because inbreeding is a big problem uh, with these Sasquatches. That's why some of them do have three toes and some of them do have snouts. Of course, I think werewolves exist and frog men and lizard men. There's something pretty much out there for everything. There's goat men. I uh, actually, I know I'm I'll jump it all around, but I hope everybody can just research all this stuff. No, after you're good. I say it. You know, I'm good. not trying to convince anybody. I'll I'm tell just you what. trying to open doors and I'm trying to show people if they know anything about it, then they got a loud mouth uh, guy that's not really scared of the establishment right. uh, on their side as well. Connor, you're oh, more yeah. exciting than a morning cup of coffee. I just got to say that right, real quick. So yeah, I am, man. I'm glad. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> so uh, do you think Bigfoot is covered up by government? And also, if or if not, do you think Bigfoot will ever be pronounced by science as a living, actual creature? Uh, if they do, it's all a facade. Kind of just like how this uh, UFO stuff, they make a big deal about it. And all these videos have already been yeah. out for years and decades. And they've already been seen by us and confirmed by us. I, I don't need modern academia or the science, uh, just because they already turned down mud fossils and all this other DNA, they are behind. They're 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 paid for. You know, they are just a private business at this point. I got nothing for them, yeah. and I respect whoever's in it. That's fine, but they're big bullies for too long, and then they're gatekeepers for what? Guess what? All the all the stories are coming out now. How to hunt Dixie Cryptid, Canada Cryptid. Buckeye Bigfoot. There are new stories every single day and the cap is off. So yes, they, they definitely cover it up. There has been so many recovered Mount St. Helens, uh, the Ochizi pond wild man. And of course, uh, over by the grand Canyon and Fort Washington or Fort Lewis in Washington, these creatures have been shot down. And then also, uh, in the Tennessee mountains after a Dennis Martin case, they wiped out like all the feral creatures, uh, in those smoky mountains. So yes, the government's, uh, trying to cover it up, but they can't do it all just because there's too many mouths out there now. About the, uh, Dennis Martin case. What is it about that? That what made you make the comment about that? Yeah, well, after Dennis Martin came, the FBI and the Green Berets went into, you know, the Smoky Mountains and they wiped out a bunch of creatures. And South Force 10, he's a good channel. His family was actually uh, paid to help aid this, uh, you know, wiping out of these beasts. But Dennis Martin was taken uh, about 60 years ago in the Smoky Mountains. He was six years old. He was playing hide and go seek. And his dad watched him go in and then never saw him come out and then ran down the path. And this other family actually saw a bear-like man uh, holding little Dennis, a kid in a red hoodie, over their shoulder. And uh, a lot of people said that they actually probably found Dennis uh, alive or maybe very malnourished, but they could never tell the truth because there were so many bodies uh, that had been you know, taken in the Smoky Mountains. And then what the Green Berets did to, to the feral families, because mm-hmm. there were women and children, feral <laughs> families. I hate to even say that, but right. there's, you know, uh, 
a whole genocide going on under our noses. And that's why uh, the Cleveland Indians are changing to the Cleveland Guardians. And that's why the Washington Redskins are the football team. Because a generation from now, they're going to think uh, people with white skin uh, founded this country. And it, we're only one generation from the truth being just totally rewritten. We're watching it in front of our eyes. It's right. it's so crazy. And I try to dive into it with cryptids, but guys, conspiracies are right out your front door. Like you can't you can't even exist in this world anymore without them encrunching on you. And mm -hmm. we have to we have to fight back or it's going to be, you know, a a history yeah. repeats. Right. Just, well, we try to it, focus on I mean, we I think we think that you know, Bigfoot is covered up by the government and that is one big conspiracy in my mind that if, if uh, the world knew that they existed, it would change a lot of things. Like, like we and talked about the earlier. The reason we started this podcast yeah. is so people like you can have some place to, to, let to come talk about going it. on, man. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I definitely appreciate it. As high energy important. as it may be, as you are, we will let you yeah. talk about it. <laughs> Heck yeah, man. I love I know. this. Yeah, it's awesome, it's man. Uh, Connor, we thank you for coming on the show and talking about I mean, this stuff, man. Taking notes and shit. Yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> we, we definitely want to get get a hold of you and talk to you uh, again sometime um, about some things, probably. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. You got a lot more stuff to tell. So, yeah, yeah. we want to talk to you again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I definitely would uh, look forward to it, man. I have yeah. tons of stories with fishing stories, you know, seeing giant sharks and then thinking there's mermaids under the boat uh, to – growing up with the grass man and then the Minerva monster yeah, and just other right. weird stories right. yeah. uh, like the witch's ball on crybaby bridge. Uh, if anybody's interested in it, definitely check out my books. They're on Amazon. Yes. Uh, I know yeah. fast, yeah. but you can read it. You got the way. name, you got the names of all those for sure. Then we can yeah, yeah. yeah. Eerie swamps road trip to Eden, big brother, Bigfoot, and then monsters and mysteries around the corner. Okay. And, uh, I just want everybody to just tap into it. And if anybody wants to check out my YouTube, Bigfoot and non, Bigfoot Anonymous on TikTok wow. and Instagram. And I stay active, guys. Uh, I drop multiple videos uh, each day pretty much, just one one in the morning. And then sometimes I follow it up with an interview on, on the spot. Uh, I also am the co-host of Whore Talk. Uh, it's a movie podcast. Uh, it's live on YouTube every Tuesday and Thursday. I actually have an episode uh, okay. tonight at 11 o'clock. Okay. And it's about it? Horror Talk? It's whore talk, yeah, and it's through uh, Gypsy Road not, and uh, Gypsy not Road, H, Eric. Not W H O R. It's H O R R O R, right? <laughs> yeah, I always, you know, I mumble and like I don't know. Horror. The, well, it's uh, a hard word to say. Hey, we spell horror. words and we write in cursive, so everything's already <laughs> yeah, right. shaped, You know, we're little right witches ourselves. We put our teeth under the under the uh, pillow for the tooth fairy. You know, right. Oh, man. And if anybody likes uh, filming locations, I love movies. So I, I just went to Jeepers Creepers filming location, the diner, and the jail. And they're actually tearing, tearing down the jail here soon. So anybody lives in Central Florida. I love Florida, Jeepers Creepers, that movie, that series. Jeepers Creepers is awesome. I love Jeepers Creepers. Yeah, that's oh, cool. It scares the hell out of me. The fourth one's coming out soon. Oh, is and, it? Uh, okay. Let's Salvas check it out. Not, not involved because, you know, he's been – done some bad things the director so it's good that it gets refreshed and now a little bit of revised every 23 years the yeah, Cooper yeah. Is yeah exactly yeah. all right well connor thanks again for coming on man we appreciate yeah, it no kidding, man this is a blast yep Can't wait yeah, to get man. Back. you have a good one we'll I, be in uh, touch appreciate it and uh just hit me up uh next time i i tagged a couple of my friends in, in your guys's link too okay cool uh, i just want to touch on it real quick i went on an expedition uh in central florida right after the florida bigfoot conference 
Tim T, Marie DeMont, Tristan, and Cam from Hidden Relief, uh, Florida Lone Wolf. Uh, we went out there with a bunch of cameras, and we got some strange uh, evidence. We recorded multiple baby cries, uh, tons of weird owl hoots that some of them are owls, but some of them wow. sound like uh, mimics as well. And then Tim actually uh, captured a brown, furry creature and you can kind of see its armpit i'll uh, i'll email that to you guys They're sounds right. good man yeah. yeah for it's sure very cool he just uploaded a breakdown of it uh last night 29 minutes long tim okay. t in florida he's a tracker and he let us stay at his house uh and he's has recovered hair and then uh, tons of footprints we found three nice footprints that i uh, made videos of and took pictures and I wrote about it in the next uh, the next book, Panhandle Pirates, next month. Or, All right. You know, say next month. <laughs> this book, my All right. month, August. August 28th is my birthday. Uh, next month, I'm actually going to a uh, Squatch and Cowboys camp out in Tennessee with Manimal Research and uh, Old Bear's Den. So it should be really We cool. talked to him talked last. To, we just talked to Old Bear. We just talked to Old Bear. Everything is connected. Was it man. last night, Brian? Oh, yeah. Man, yeah. Now, now when I meet him, I'm going to be like, oh, I know Brian and Todd. So yes. Help, yeah. Yes. Me, guys. Gonna, yes. We just talked to him. We just talked to him. We're, we're still editing his uh, editing his um, his uh, podcast. So we'll, we'll be dropping that in a couple weeks. Yep. Everything's yeah. connected. Awesome, man. man. Yeah. All right. Cool. <laughs> All right, Connor. Well, we're we're gonna let you go, man. We're gonna get off here, but uh, you take care. We appreciate it you again, too, guys. and yeah, we'll talk soon. For sure. All right. Had a blast, y'all. See you. Well, you definitely don't need your coffee listening to to that guy, do you? Man, I am worn out. <laughs> <laughs> I need a nap after that. Connor's a great guy, man. He's got a lot to say for sure. He, yeah, he had some really interesting points he yeah. made on that one. I, I enjoyed him a lot. Right. I did too. Right. I did not know that his encounter was a dogman encounter uh, prior to talking. I didn't either. So that was really cool. Yeah. So I'm glad that worked out. Yeah. So he's yeah. got some stuff going on. got some books out there. So hopefully people check him out. And uh, Yep. I hope so. Yeah. yeah. Help him out. Right. Once again, everyone, thanks for listening to the show. If you've had yeah. an encounter and want to be on, uh, get on our Facebook page, click our link and go to our calendar. Or you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram. Or you can email us at info at cryptidcreatures.co. Brian, where else can they get a hold of us at, man? Uh, Twitter. Um, Instagram. Our pod page. Right. So Yeah, we're everywhere. Instagram. Right. Check us out on YouTube. Uh, check YouTube. our videos out of a recording. Yeah. So, And just thanks for, for the real. listens, everyone. We appreciate it. Yes, we appreciate all of you every time. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Right. Brian, thank you for joining me. And don't forget. Um, and don't forget in... November this year, we're going to be down at CryptidCon. So, right. Don't forget that one. November 19th or 2021, something like that. Yep. Down yep. in Lexington, Kentucky. The Lexington, Kentucky. So, so, come check us out down there. We'll have a booth. Yep. We can record and uh, hear encounters there too, as well. So. That's right. All right, Brian. So, as always, another great episode, my friend. Yes. Yes. You too, man. Thanks for joining me. Always. All right. Take care. See ya. Did you know that most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool? 
Ew, seriously. They squeeze the grease out of the wool and process it with chemicals, and then you eat it. I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual, the company making traceability the new standard in the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I got rid of products I didn't want anywhere near my body. I found that many multivitamins contain high amounts of heavy metals, synthetic colorants, and even lacked some of the nutrients we actually needed. So what did I do? At four months pregnant, I quit my job and started Ritual because all women deserve to know what they're putting in their bodies and why. Ritual's products are made traceable, meaning we share the science and sourcing for every single ingredient. For example, our vegan vitamin D3 comes from sustainably harvested lichen in Nottingham, England, not sheep. We trace like a mother because, let's be honest, no one cares quite like a mother. See for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast.